Welcome to Season 4 of Talking Home Renovations with the House Maven. I am Catherine McPhail, your host. I'm an architect practicing in Eastern Massachusetts. In past seasons, we've covered all sorts of subjects with the intention of helping homeowners who may never have been involved in a renovation before and they felt like they needed to know what they were doing. We've built up over 100 episodes on everything from roofing to foundations, heard many renovation stories, and learned how to hire various professionals. This season, we'll be focusing even more on the challenges of renovating old houses while incorporating new technologies, using my own new house as a case study. We'll have all sorts of different guests, most having to do with what I'm just calling the next level of renovations. Now that you've got these 100-plus episodes under your belt, I think you're ready. This episode is another smart old house case study, number nine. My guest is Michael McPhail, who is the co-owner of the smart old house here that we're working on. Also, my husband. We bought this 1794 house, which has needed a lot of structural work, uh, systems replacements, and now we're gonna get going on some of the aesthetic upgrades, mostly kitchen and bath. I decided that it might be an interesting exercise to keep a monthly, a monthly journal of what's going on here. Michael and I are gonna be starting a company doing these kinds of, of renovations to old houses with the idea of keeping the neighborhood fabric together, giving a second life to the old house, and I feel making a positive impact on the community. I also feel that going through this experience every 10 years or so makes me a better architect as I can learn as we go because honestly, even though I am an architect and I'm trained and experienced in all these things, I don't know everything. And I do love to learn about new technologies. I I think it's totally different experiencing something than reading about something, or it's even different experiencing it being being the client basically going through the renovation. It just helps me relate to my clients if I remind myself what it's like to be in this position. So that's another reason we're doing it. This episode is short and sweet. It's our January check-in. What I learned this month is a little bit more about patience and because things don't really happen all that quickly, especially at the end of December. I'm trying to take the time to slow down myself. We'll be back again next month with hopefully a little more news. Anyway, here's my conversation with Michael. Last we talked, we had said that we hoped that we would talk about how great the heat was. And uh, as it turns out, the heat is really great. It is. I really like it. I like the system a lot. It's a electric heat pump system is uh, very quiet, very efficient, uh, and it does a great job of heating the house. Yeah, it's a kind of mysterious thing because we have it set to 60 most of the time. Yes, well, 64 in the day and 60 at night, and it seems to do a good job of making the heat even throughout the house. How would you say that? Evenly heats the house, maybe? (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, I'm just surprised that it's as Uh, warm as it is. Equal distribution. There we go. Okay. Well, so we don't really have any progress since then because it's been the holidays and it's been, you know, various sicknesses that people have had. And but we have chosen our windows and we ordered those for the back, the back edition. That's good to uh, have worked through all of the windows. There was a lot of discussions about the types of windows. Mm-hmm. Where they, will they be casement, awning, double hungs, about the size of the window, especially in the kitchen? Do we do four windows across or three windows aco- across? Mm-hmm. But you're missing the biggest debate of all. Which was? How many? Like, should it be a four over two window? Oh, or right. Six over one window? Oh, my Lord. We I, spent a lot of time talking about that. I had a whole podcast about that as well. So yes. I don't know. Where we have finally landed is... Six over one. Right. I'm not. 
Yeah, we were we were we were wrestling with twelve over twelve, four over two. We had an agreement to do four over two, but then when Catherine drew out the windows in the model, the four over twos uh, looked odd because the pieces of glass were not in portrait anymore. They they looked like they were in landscape, and that makes for an odd looking window. Right, it's just not a very traditional looking window. We mean that there are f- six panes of glass on the top and one on the bottom. Sash. Right. Each pane is called a light. So we just call that six over one or four over two or whatever. Yeah. So I had an idea. I don't want to revisit the whole light, the whole thing again, but I had an alternative. <laughs> okay. So what how about it? this? How about this? Okay. So instead of doing six over one everywhere, just because that's what we're doing. Right. How about we go by the size of the window panes? And in that case, having, because the windows are, are smaller, they're less than two feet across. If we did four over one, then the individual sure. window panes at the top would be. Well, we got, we have probably four or five different types of windows on this house already. So that would not bother me, I guess, if it, if we went in that case. Proportionally, it would look better. Well, it, right. Because they're smaller windows, six, when you have six lights, that's uh, three, that's two rows really of three. Skinny. And so they end up being a little small and skinny. And they look, again, they look They don't odd. look very good. The rest of the windows, it looks great. But so that's right. a good compromise. And also we'll have other that awning that's in the closet will be a four light window. So there'll be another four light window on that wall. Right. Okay, good. Well, I feel better now about that. Okay. What else have we been doing? Oh, we also, we also went through our bath fixtures that we chose in August and we kind of finalized those. We have a really cool toilet for the first floor bathroom. Yeah. We were going to go with wall hung toilets, but we have abandoned that plan. Anyway, we did pick out a couple, um, a couple toilets, which we didn't save money on. Actually, but they'll be more stable and I feel I'll feel better about the stability and I guess I would worry well, about maybe we'll have grandchildren who'll jump up and down on a toilet. Who knows? Well, well the, the, or party guests. the toilet we chose for uh, and hopefully some of you are fascinated in this sort of stuff because I am the toilet we chose for the downstairs bathroom is a tankless toilet. So it essentially is just the bowl that uh, so it's an elliptical bowl. It sits it on the floor. It looks kind of like a bucket. Yeah, it's very uh, it's very cool. Very minimal seems to fit well with Catherine's vision for the bathroom, which was something more nautical. Right. And yeah, my my brother's kids were telling me that what we should use is a five gallon bucket because <laughs> um, I guess that's what they had on their the, on their, on boat their little to boat flush, to flush to use for a toilet. <laughs> but anyway, so this is almost like a five gallon bucket. It's right. an actual toilet version of it. Yes. Anyway. And, and, and just uh, and so instead, because there is no tank, the, the toilet is connected directly to the water system. So the uh, so when you flush, the, the water is not depleting a water tank in order to flush. It's actually the water is coming through a pipe. To yeah, as far as we know. As far as we know. We don't really know how it works yet entirely, but we will. We will. Okay. So we also yesterday went antiquing for the first time. And I think I planted a little little seed with you, Michael. I think you like to go antiquing now. Oh, I do? Okay. Yeah, uh, we, we found a wash, our, our vanity basically for the second floor bath. Yeah. So New Bedford does have some pretty enormous warehouses where there is antique and used furniture that can be bought at very reasonable prices. And I'm always about buying new. Yeah, you like reasonable prices. I like the reasonable price part, but you can go in there and find furniture and knickknacks and art and Treasures, books. treasures, I think they're called. We'll call them treasures. Yeah. Well, what we found is a piece of furniture that they used to use for holding the bowl that people would wash in. So we're gonna use that and we're gonna mount a vessel sink on top of it that we tried to trade out for something else, but it's really pretty, so we kept it. Yes. 
So we're going to try to uh, make some minor modifications and uh, attach a mirror to it. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Uh, we're going to get the piano out of storage because our floor is all better now. So that, yes. that'll So our, our house mover, Ralph Reed, I think did a uh, excellent job of fortifying and augmenting the structure on the first floor, and uh, which means he did a lot of work in the basement and just give the first floor a stability and rigidity that it did not have when we moved in. There was a lot of a lot of bouncing, yes, in the floor. A lot of bounciness is the word I guess I'm looking for in the floors. Right. So now we get to bring the piano in, and I was thinking about the name of that room, by the way, where the piano is going to go. Oh yes, the place we've been calling the tap room. Yes. So. I- in my mind or in my heart, I feel like now it, it it's called the winter room. Okay. Because I think we'll be spending a lot of time there in the winters, but not as much. Most in the likely, summers. yes, it does. It it the the tap room or AKA the living room is so it's a very warm and comfortable space. So when you're when you're in that room, especially with that uh, wood burning insert we installed several months ago, the uh, catalytic wood burning insert by Hearthstone. Okay. Not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. So we don't need to mention that. Called the Clydesdale. Right. We can can mention it. It's a great, it's a, I love it. It's a fantastic, I guess, appliance. It has appliance, yeah. Yeah. That we're very happy with that. And that. It does warm it up a lot. Yeah. So that, that takes some of the uh, load away from the uh, electric heat pump in the wintertime uh, when we can basically heat most of the first floor with the uh, catalytic wood burning insert. So, yeah, piano's coming out. We're going to start playing music in there. And I don't know if these, if the pandemic kind of dies down, maybe we'll have some house concerts. Yeah, that would be great. Although uh, I was just reading in the paper today that the new variant of Omicron is the most transmissible yet. Well, this is not a health show. (laughs) The outside is going to be great for house concerts. We can do that out there. Oh, absolutely. I think uh, that would be... If we just have summer ones. I, I I would love to have some spring, summer, early fall concerts, uh, house concerts here. I think that would be wonderful. And I think if it is in the summertime, we could even have it indoors because we could just open up all the French doors and the windows and get a nice breeze going through the house, which I think would make a lot of people more comfortable. Right. In the winter, maybe we just keep it it low-key. We don't invite anybody over. Yeah, I think that's pretty much it. We're kind of we're kind of getting ready for the big kitchen renovation that'll be happening after the bathrooms are done because we kind of need the bathrooms to be finished before we get rid of the third bathroom or the other bathroom. So yeah, obviously that has to be done. I'm very I'm very excited that the bathrooms are about to start. It'd be great to have two new bathrooms, uh, one a half bath, one a full bath. And then we're going to turn our attention in the late spring, early summer towards the kitchen. And that'll be, I think, very big project because it also includes our bedroom suite above. And I think that'll fundamentally change the character of this house significantly. So, I mean, I'm talking about the interior character, the kitchen, the the new bedroom with the new ensuite. I think it's going to be fantastic. Right. I think that's it for the, for today, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, there hasn't been much happening since we last we last spoke just because of the holidays. Right. So, if this is the slowest home renovation reality show <laughs> in history. We just like to keep everybody in suspense. Right. 
I, right. It's just, it is an actual reality show, I suppose. And we should remind people, uh, for those of you who, who might not know, is is that we do have an Instagram account called Smart Old House. Oh, yeah. That, where you can uh, check out. There's some photographs there of some of the progress and what's been happening uh, with the house that we're trying to synchronize with these podcasts. Right. I'm also about to start season five of my podcast. Very exciting. going to be all about house stories renovation stories basically Great. mostly mostly if anybody wants to get the newsletter that's where i publish extra information about with photos and things like that and make it kind of fill in the holes i think of not just our podcast of our episodes but of all of my episodes so you can look at that in the show notes if you think your story would be something you're dying to share i'm dying to hear it so send me an email also in the in the show notes that link to me so that's about wraps it up for now Great. It did look nice all, all lit up for the holidays, though. So. did. So that was sweet. It like is. That. All right. Well, thank you, Michael. Thanks for joining me today. Th- thanks for having me. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. Thank you for listening. And thank you so much for sharing this show with your friends. It is growing all the time. And I really appreciate that. I would love to hear from you if you have anything to say about this episode or past episodes, good or bad, or a suggestion for a new episode. Send me an email at thehousemaven at talkinghomerenovations.com. Talking Home Renovations with the House Maven is a proud member of Gable Media, the most engaged AEC network on the planet. Check out my other show and all the rest of the shows at gablemedia.com. That's G-A-B-L-M-E-D-I-A.com. And until next time, take it easy.